Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on my Elevate podcast. So in addition to the awesome interviews, a few times a week, I come on here just to share some quick thoughts and tips I think will really help you in a practical way, either your business, your mindset, or even your health. So while you're waiting for your Starbucks or picking up the kids or maybe just brushing your teeth, these are good quick hits to help you get on your way. Here it is, the wrap-up. That feels very, very weird to say, but I am at the end of season one, and this is officially the last podcast for season one of Elevate. It is wild to think about this because it was literally this year last time where I started thinking about doing a podcast, and um, I'm all about just jumping in and doing stuff and not always doing it right, but just getting it done, and so that's what I did. I started this Elevate podcast, and the intention was to really have a space within the real estate community, um, and particularly in the investing space. Uh, although that shifted a bit, as all things do, where I really wanted to embrace more of the realtor and traditional real estate community as well. Um, but anyways, I digress. It was really the intention was to have a podcast that was less flash and more heart and more honest conversations, more truth telling, more behind the scenes, behind the story of what these people that uh, many of you watch and follow on social media, what it was like, you know, when you're off of the 32nd bit, what their lives were like, what they were really thinking about, and to get them into a space that was comfortable to have more honest conversations, more transparent conversations, more human conversations about their journeys and what they are currently going through and had gone through in the past and just how they viewed life and the world around them in addition to having you know their input on real estate and and sharing their expertise and so you know that was the idea i wanted to talk about health i wanted to talk about connection i wanted to talk about their mindset i wanted to talk about hard things they had gone through that maybe they hadn't even talked about before that happened a ton of times where people told me afterwards i've never actually shared that publicly and you know and so it was an awesome awesome first season for me. I learned a ton. I learned uh, a lot about what I shouldn't do as an interviewer, how to be a better interviewer. Um, I learned a lot of lessons um, that uh, really helped me confirm my instincts about what was separating the people that were seeing success and those that weren't. Um, and And it was just a lot of fun. Let's be honest. It was just a ton of fun. So I would say it was a success. Um, there have been thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads. We're not even, it, we weren't even doing it for a year. We, we broke and beat 75% of all of the podcasts that are out there in the world right now in terms of downloads. I feel really proud of that. I want to thank my team at Personalized Solutions for that, for helping us get this thing done. I just showed up and started talking in between them um, and my EA and everybody that supported me. Um, it just, it was a great experience. So I thought would be, be really fun today. Um, and maybe practical and useful too, was to really go back and talk about, you know, the top things that were my top takeaways after having 75 podcasts, having tons of people on at the top of their game. Um, and what I saw those overlying themes to be, um, and share them with you. So 
there's six. There were six main things that I saw over and over and over again in in the conversations. And, um, you know, I, I think we'll just go through them one by one. And uh, hopefully this helps you on your journey. Kind of put yourself um, in a place where you connect with these people on a more human level. And you realize what I've always wanted to say. If they can do it, so can you. Um, and, and maybe a couple of the tiny little hacks that might just help you on your way. So number one, what this show confirmed and what you heard over and over again is that everyone, yes, even the most successful people make big mistakes. They have things go wrong and they often, even today, feel like imposters. This, uh, this is, I think, something that should make you all feel a little bit of relief, that you are not alone. Um, you are not the only one. Almost every single person that we had on the show shared something that didn't go right, or even if they weren't quite to the place where they were uh, feeling comfortable sharing it on the podcast, they certainly shared it off screen. They had all had things that were just big-ass mistakes. They often still felt like imposters, either in the things that they were doing now or in the next level of uh, growth that they were going into in their careers where they just, they felt like, gosh, I don't even know why I'm, I'm, you know, getting a place at the table with this. So here's the thing, bottom line, you never arrive. If you are a growth individual, you're always going to be learning things through making mistakes or, you know, learning opportunities there will always be things that don't go right. And if you're growing and growing, you will constantly, as you're stretching, often feel a little bit like an imposter until you master that new skill. It's just called growth and learning and life. Okay, number two, ego, meaning like that just I can make this happen no matter what I believe in myself and hustle, just that, you know, action, 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 will get you so far. But what all of these people for the most part says is that it was a connection, somebody in their life, somebody that they reached out to, somebody that they surrounded themselves with, somebody that mentored them, somebody that gave them advice, help, assistance, course correction, something. Connection and the humility to either ask for it or to seek it and to accept it was what took them further along than they could have gone otherwise. What do I say? We all go further together. So that was a constant theme throughout this was that there was often somebody, someone who helped them get to a next level in their life, in their career. And they had the humility to be willing to take that advice. Number three, imperfect action always trumps perfect knowledge and planning. Perfectionism is a really nice way of trying to control failure a lot of times, and it's often procrastination in disguise. I'm going to say that again. Perfectionism is a nice way of trying, underscore trying, to control failure and often procrastination in disguise. So I have interviewed a ton of people on paper who didn't look like someone who should be making a million plus dollars a year based on their education, their upbringing, their experience, 
their intelligence, their words, not mine, that they weren't the smartest person, they aren't the smartest person. And yet they just did it and did it and did it again. And over time and consistency, they ended up kind of cracking the code and finding, finding quote unquote success. So again, that imperfect action, not knowing everything, not being everything, just doing it, messy action taking, almost always. I said always, but I think there's some times where people are just super planners and they execute. But that that is really, really unique. Imperfect action always trumps over planning and waiting for perfect knowledge. Number four, and this came up a few times, the biggest setback that they didn't, that they had, or there's something that has really set them back was oftentimes a health-related hiccup. So, you know, going back to, I think it was my very first episode, Steve Valentine, you know, he, he fell and he broke his neck. I mean, he almost died. He's in the hospital and it was a massive setback. He still overcame it. It's a phenomenal interview if you haven't listened to it. Still overcame it. Still was able to figure out a way to work through it. He was actually doing work. Um, he had to. His back was against the wall. That was, was post-2008 crash. His family was really in a tough position financially. You know, house was in foreclosure. People were coming for the car, for the cars. It was a tough deal. Um, and then he and then he broke his neck. He's in the hospital. But that health hiccup was something that really, in the middle of all, it kind of took him to his knees. There were other people on here. Sonia Ray talked about this. Tons of people that talked about this. Some again who did not talk about it on air but they talked about it off screen. Something that was going on privately with them was often health related. And here's the thing that I want to add to it is that sometimes, not always, but oftentimes these health hiccups could have possibly been controllable. Different stress relief. Obviously, Steve falling and breaking his neck. Okay, shit happens. That's not one of them. But other ones, managing stress differently, taking better care of their body, eating better, getting more sleep. Can I say it enough times? Those things are so important to helping our body operate optimally and fight off disease and so on and so forth. So not always can we control that health hiccup, but oftentimes it's controllable. And these setbacks, these health setbacks that they did or did not talk about on air were often the things that had been in their life, one of the hardest things. And one of the reasons why it was the hardest thing is because when you don't have your health, everything goes sideways. It is hard to be in your business 100%. It is hard to be present with your family 100%. When you're not feeling at your best, the rest of it gets really hard. So that was a really interesting takeaway that I knew personally, but I saw it underscored throughout the various interviews I did. Number five, undeniably, and without a doubt, the most important skills that I saw across the board of num- number one, that those were successful and number two, that they maintain their success. So getting success- successful, oof, tough one to get out. Getting successful and maintaining their success was a strong mindset and consistency. And those two things go hand in hand, right? If you are weak in your mindset, if you have not you know, really practice building a stronger mindset, you oftentimes will not be consistent. You will not have that discipline to do those things that you know you need to do, even when some days you don't really feel like doing them, right? That's a mindset thing. So 
Um, those two things were undeniably the most important things that I saw happen. Shit's going to happen. Setbacks occur, occur. Things will go wrong. Consistency is the discipline to keep going when you don't yet see the rewards or you have hit those roadblocks and you're not quite sure if it's going to work out. So working on a a strong mindset, an unshakable mindset and having consistency in your actions, those were the really, truly kind of unsexy, but those were the quality or traits that I saw consistently, consistently among the people that I interviewed. And then lastly, number six, what I saw and what I witnessed is that even with these guests whom I hand selected, right? I wanted them on here because I just think they're incredible people. There still isn't enough space within business and for certain sake, not within the real estate world, investor or traditional real estate. There's not enough emphasis on the value and the importance and just the just, I don't even know what to say. Just, just the whole point of this whole game of being a whole person, being a whole person. People are still not quite used to talking about it and there can still be hesitation or this idea of being seen as being uh, weak or not serious or not focused or soft or I don't know what it is about it to talk about deep connection in their life, play, taking time to play with no other reason than just to have some damn fun, setting boundaries, putting themselves first, contribution and giving back. It's such an interesting thing that you don't often see people talking about these things until either one, they've reached a pinnacle level of success where all of a sudden they realize that maybe they missed out on some of this stuff. Or secondly, sometimes at the end of their life, I wish I would have played more. I wish I would have stayed in touch with people more. I wish I would have poured into my friends more. There's that incredible blog essay that went around that was the the top regrets of the dying. It was written by a woman who was an end-of-life nurse. And it was these things that when she had talked to, I don't know if it was thousands, hundreds, but a lot of people consistently, the things that they said that they regretted was not taking more time to play, doing the things that made them happy, working less. Yes, they actually said that. I wish I would have worked less. Contributing, giving back. These are the things. And I noticed that even in the safe space that I created, that there's still this attitude of like, well, that, yeah, that stuff's all good and fine. But let's talk about how to make a gazillion dollars or let's all there. That's good. But let's talk about how, you know, to be successful. And I, I guess my, my hope for all of you is as I wove through all these conversations from my quick hits and my personal stories that you have taken away how important your life, your whole life is. He or she who dies with the most money in their piggy bank does not win. I assure you. Yes, be successful. Yes, go make money. Yes, of course, hit those goals, do those things. I am all for it. I am not soft in that department. I hope you know that. But if I can leave you with one thing, it is that you are here to be a whole person, to love, to laugh, to play, 
to enjoy this life. And if you are self-sacrificing along the way in the name of success, I just, I just implore you to try looking at it a different way. So one of the people that uh, I have seen lately talking a lot about this is Rob Didrek. And if you don't know who he is, uh, he is a fascinating human who has had a ton of success across multiple different um, types of businesses. And he, you might have actually known him uh, from his MTV show, Ridiculousness. That was a big, big hit. That's Rob. And then he went on, he started out as a professional skateboarder. He actually has a bunch of brands. He's got a toy line. He has production company. He's got a big foundation. He's got a business that helps uh, other businesses brand and market and build. And he's just, he's incredibly successful, tons of real estate holdings, all the things, right? Checked all those boxes. But he has also really, and it's not a theory, he has optimized his life so that he is deeply present and embedded in his wife and his children. He plays, he's super healthy, he has optimized his health. And he's gone on and he started really talking about this. He's been on the podcast circuit recently, just recently. It took about five years to kind of execute on what he saw would be a great way of living. And anyways, my podcast is not about his podcast, but he did an interview recently. I shared it through my newsletter. Um, Ed Milet had actually interviewed him. So it's somewhat recent. And uh, Ed is awesome, by the way. Such a good to good, right? Those of you that follow him, he's awesome. Really well-rounded in so many ways. But Rob kind of called him out on a few things. Uh, Rob talks a lot in that podcast, he talks all about building an amazing life and even gives Ed a few tips on that too. So uh, go on the I've My Let podcast. You can follow, find him, Rob Didrek. So anyways, there's still not enough emphasis on this. I'm super grateful for people like Rob sharing this, people like Ed having him on to share um, and the people in my podcast who did talk about that. I thank them if they're listening and I thank you for actually being open-minded to it. So that is number six. We still need to uh, shift culturally where there is more emphasis on being a whole, happy, complete, connected, fulfilled, and healthy person. So I hope that you guys had a phenomenal time listening to this series. I had so much fun doing it. I am releasing this right as I'm heading on to a little bit of a uh, self-exploration retreat. Um, I wanted to check in with myself to find out what is speaking to me and what I really want to do next, um, how I want to show up in the podcast, newsletters, investors, business, which ventures I want to do, which I don't, what I want them to look like. I, I really wanted to go away and make sure that I was staying aligned with who Shireen version 2023 is. Um, I am a high growth individual. I'm always wanting to make sure that I am showing up authentically, doing the things that bring me joy and doing the things I think can bring you uh bring you joy as well. And so it's an important check-in for me. And so what comes next? I honestly don't know. We're going to see, we're going to see what comes out of that. I will be sure to share with all of you. But as for right now, I just want to thank you for coming with me on this first season journey and thank all of my guests. Um, and I just hope that you are off to a phenomenal first part of 2023. And I look forward to checking in with you guys all very soon. Thanks so much. 
Thanks so much for joining me on my Elevate Quick Thoughts. If this spoke to you, I would be so grateful for you to give me a quick review and even better if you would share it with a friend. I'm here three times a week, so I look forward to catching up with you on the next one. See you soon.